It's time for the big show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. And our guest on the show is Tommy Mauser. He's got uh, Texas Best Country. That's uh, internet radio, and we have a lot of questions about that, Tommy. How are you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing great. It's uh, it's kind of a nice day. Uh, uh, it's hard to believe that 98 feels good. How's oh, that? man, I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> After 115, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? I, yes, sir. It, it feels yes, like sir. winter time out there almost, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm sitting on the back porch right now. Mm. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. And we're in, uh, we're in the Conroe, Texas area, and you're in Livingston, Texas area, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm on the wood side of, of, of the lake. Everybody thinks we live on the lake, but I'm over on the, on the wood side. So how's that? Oh yeah, man. In the pine trees. Yeah. In the pine trees. Hey, we want to talk a little bit about your internet radio station that you've got called Texas best country. Now you were, you did some, some country stuff, radio stuff, uh, prior to this. Let's talk about that a little bit and then kind of squeeze into your internet radio. Yeah. Uh, well, as a, as a, you know, I, like I said, I, I've always, as a kid, uh, loved radio. And, uh, my mom had a, uh, one of her friends that dated a, a DJ and, uh, I grew up in Alabama. I was born in Texas, but I grew up in Alabama. And this DJ would, would come and get us and take us kids to go get ice cream. And a commercial came on the car one day and he was on that commercial. And, uh, I looked at him and I, and I asked him, I said, well, how do you do that? He said, do what? I said, how are you on the commercial and you're driving the car? And he looked at me and said, it's the magic of radio. There you go. And from that point, this kid was, I was about nine years old. Mm-hmm. And uh, from that point, man, I was hooked on radio. And then I, you know, I moved, uh, moved to Houston and got to hang around a bunch of uh, great DJs. I mean, unbelievable. And listened to them and followed them and went out to their events when they would say they would be somewhere. And I wanted to meet these guys. And uh, Chuck Joseph was one of them. Uh, oh, yeah. Joe Ladd, you know, and, and and you know Gene Austin. It just and Ben Gallo. It just it just goes on and on and on. Right. And uh, I, I was hooked. Mm-hmm. And uh, we uh, then I then I got into promoting, doing a lot of different promoting and uh, working with different bands and things like that. And I would go to radio stations with these artists and hang out. And, and I just got hooked, you know. Name then, some of those. Uh, we, uh, we, name some ahead. of those. Yeah, do some name dropping. What were some of those artists? Oh my lord! It, well, back in the in the eighties, uh, I did uh, actually went to TV with Good Morning Houston, Channel Thirteen, as an outside consultant for the public relations side. Uh, we worked with from Conway Twitty to Loretta to. Uh, Man, it would just go on and on and on from uh, Terry yeah. McBride and the ride, uh, you know, Mark Chestnut, you know, mm-hmm. it just uh, Vince Gill and it just went on and on and on to Judds mm-hmm. and uh, just just had an unbelievable uh, amount of time. I said, well, man, this this is not so bad. You know, this is pretty <laughs> cool stuff. That's, that's great. <laughs> Rubbing elbows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, 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 and these guys were were. They're like you and me. They, they they just they were just great guys to hang out with, and and then radio, uh, of course, the Joe Lads, and you know, and and uh, Chuck Joseph back then, uh, he was known as a, the simple uh, uh, Northside boy mm-hmm. uh, on Kilt Radio. He he kind of took me under his wing, and and he always told me, he said, "Man, if you ever do a DJ job, always always Tommy, 
always let them hear you smile. Yep. And uh, I always yeah. thought that was a, a great gesture on his side. Always let them hear you smile. It and was, I, I love that. Tommy, that was theater of the mind. You had to, you had to do that. That's what we, we I, I remember when I got in, in the, in the 70s, late 70s, that was one of the big things. Yeah, you're right. You got to smile. You know, yes, paint, paint a picture. Well, and I'm, well, uh, yes, sir. I'm hearing your smile today, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, uh, the, the way that I really got into it was uh, my whole family's in the building business, and I got a call to go look at this guy's house. And uh, I get there, and, and uh, he tells me his name is Gary Watson. So I, I give him a bid, and we get this work going. It's 1981. Mm -hmm. And come to find out, it was Gene Watson. Yep. There's a song about and, that, uh, isn't there? Isn't there a song about Gary played the whatever he mentions himself in a song? I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always talking about pick the wildwood flower. And yeah. mama there said, Gary, pick the wild. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. so, but, but Gene kind of, again, took me underneath his arm and I went to a couple of shows with him and I just got hooked. I mm -hmm. mean, so in 1985, I went to work with Good Morning Houston and did some radio stuff and, and, uh, just, you know, and met just about any and everybody that you wanted to meet back in those days. And, uh, it, it was just a good run. And like last night, we went to see Key Graham Brown, mm. uh, there in Cleveland, the theater there. And, and, and the thing about when these guys walk up and they can remember you, mm. you know, it's like, it's like handing me a check, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, it's like, like, it's like paying me. And it's a, it's an honor. Then they, then they grab, hug your wife. And, and you know, that's, that's just, it's just an honor to, to be associated with these guys that I wanted to be with. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's a great, it's just a great run. But Texas best country.com is, uh, is, is, it's not new, but it's kind of new and it's internet radio and, uh, it's, it's good. And now, you know, if, if you've got the right kind of phone, the right kind of stuff and uh, radio in your vehicle, you can actually listen to us in your car now, you know? Mm, okay. And that's and what a, I think. That's what. Yeah, I think that's what internet radio has always strived to be, is something you could listen anywhere. Whereas used to, you know, when they first started doing it back in the early two thousands, uh, that I remember yes, hearing sir. about it, you had to have your desktop or your laptop to uh, to listen. Yeah. You know, and now I mean, you can listen to it on your phone. You mm -hmm. know. Oh yeah. Uh, and you know, and and then if you go out somewhere and you got an event, you can just. Put your phone on, hook it up to your speakers now. I mean, it's, you're right there. I mm -hmm. mean, it's, you're, you're radio, right, you know. Yeah. Let's talk yeah. a little bit you, about the, the Texas Best Country format and, and what y'all do. Well, our uh, format is a lot of Texas artists. Uh, and, you know, Texas has its own little world now. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, got their own charts, their own radio stations. They've got, uh, I mean, it's just uh, their own Texas radio promoters and, and it just goes on and on. And we actually report to a uh, Texas regional uh, radio chart every week uh, on these guys, uh, Aaron Watson, the Wade Bowens, you know, the uh, Casey Donahue, Sundance Head, the whoever. Mm -hmm. uh, they're promoting that week. And uh, so we actually have an opportunity to meet a whole new genre of music guys now and women. Yeah. And it's, it's just here we go again, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love it. It's just a great feeling to, to actually work and have these guys look up and say, Hey man, I need to spend this week, you know? Right. Um, uh, and so when you're involved with these guys, it's just, it's just, a it's just an honor, you know, yeah. to, to be able to say, Hey, you know, 
uh, I know that one or I know this one. You know, Tommy, you mentioned getting to uh, work with, in a sense, and, and meeting the, the, the great uh, honor roll of classic country people. And and now you're now you're in an entirely different world. I saw uh, I was following your promoting of the later this month in uh, Trinity, Texas. I think it is. Uh, yes, sir. The festival and there was some uh, the Trinity Community Fair. Yes, sir. Yeah, and there was some uh, on the on the program. Uh, there were some young girl singers. Uh, yes, sir. Talk talk to me about what uh what how you look at music now because i know i've on your uh on your radio station i've heard you doing uh mark chestnut david ball uh yeah yeah uh, so. well, it, 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 uh, well the girls on the trinity uh lineup uh peyton howie's from willis texas you know peyton don't you i know of her. i heard of her yes i know of her well, if you haven't, uh, Peyton Howe is going to, uh, you know, and, and you hear these, and, and you hear this a lot, that's going to be the next one, or, or he's going to be the next one, or he, or she's going to be big, you know. Well, we're hearing this about Peyton Howe now, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's, there's, uh, we have a gentleman named uh, Hayden Woolen that's going to be there Friday night, Yes, and yeah. these are young, young guys and girls uh, that, need, that, that need to be seen and heard, so... When, when they call, we give them the opportunity to come out and, and, and do their thing. Yeah. And they need promoting like the big guys. Right. So that's where these guys and gals come in. And, and it's it's great to, I mean, uh, let's go back to the Cody Johnsons, the Cody Jinx. We worked with all those guys back when. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. uh, they, and they remember. Right. And what I like about what we do here, we go and like I say, here we go again with a whole new lineup mm-hmm. of Texas entertainers that are now letting the world see what comes out of Texas. Right, and that's why we're Texas' best country. And <laughs> I noticed too, uh, we were listening a little bit a while ago, and you were playing some Mark Chestnut on there, yes, and. Sir. I guess it kind of goes back to the old the old song. It's not really that old of a song, really, that Alan Jackson and George Strait did, Murder, Murder on Music Row. Uh, yes, sir. You're taking some of the stuff that radio will not play now, and the, the George Strait is one of them. Uh, Char- yes, sir. Uh, Mark Chestnut, and um, there's there's a lineup of, of artists that uh, radio just won't play anymore. Uh, no, sir. And, and, you know, and here's the deal. Uh, when Mark got kicked off in 1991, I was, uh, I was one of the first guys to actually put him on TV in Houston. Mm, okay. And he, and he was late getting to channel 13 that day. And I asked him, I asked Joe Lab, that was his manager back then. I said, yep. man, what's the deal? We're, now we're going to have to take this interview. And, uh, he said, well, we had to go get him a new shirt and a belt buckle. I went, what? <laughs> and uh, of course, we taped the show, and then he went on to do the, the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, and then Mark just blew up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, and, you know, and, and I'm glad that I was there in the beginning, you know, and Vince Gill was one of those guys, and mm-hmm. we worked with Reba. I mean, like, like I said, I've, I've been blessed to work with the golden and I say the royalty of country music. Mm-hmm. And then I met my wife through country music, through Eddie Raven. Oh, wow. Oh, and okay. uh, it, so she's actually the one that actually built uh, and makes sure that keeps me on the air. 
<laughs> She's a smart one of the bunch. So she 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 takes care of billing, traffic, the whole shooting match. Then I guess. Right? Oh yeah. well, she. I tell you what, she actually puts this thing on. She actually puts. She's my engineer. She's my everything. Huh. So uh-huh. when I got a problem and something goes off, hey, Angela. <laughs> she's the IT girl then, I guess, right? Yeah. Oh, she's every, uh, she's she's my everything. I'll tell you what, I couldn't do it without her. I, uh, if, if, if it wasn't here, if she wasn't around, I'd be doing something else. I'd be on the road with somebody, you know what I mean? No, I was going to let you know, you know, uh, along with the, the, uh, the, the, the Texas Best Country, you know, our TV outlet, uh, we've, we've been on the air now for over 12 years with our Strike TV. Now is that and, uh, a, is that, that a YouTube uh, TV thing or where where can we see that? Oh no, sir. We're we uh, we're a full blown cable. We're on cable companies. Oh, uh, oh, we're okay. streaming on uh, Roku okay. and Fire Stick and all that. Oh, okay. Yeah, strike strikeTV.com. Yes, sir. Okay. And what is the programming there? Uh, it's the same thing. A lot of country music. A lot of interviews. Uh, country music shows out of uh, Nashville. We have about twelve uh, shows coming out of Nashville every week. Cool. And uh, it's the same thing. Strike TV. Uh, we started off. Uh, uh, playing TV and actually from my back days of Good Morning Houston when I used to call Nashville to get videos I worked with that same group of people that I worked with back in 1989 wow getting me videos they're my distributors yes sir now you don't you probably remember this and and we've we've actually uh, Country Jim and I have talked about this on the podcast many many times about Saturday night country music television you know, the old Buck Owens, the Del Reeves, the Jim Ed Brown show, and all these shows. Oh, my that God, yes. Do you do something like that where you go back and grab up some of this old stuff and, and, and replay it? Or, or is that something you're thinking well, about? Well, just now, uh, we have to be real careful with our digital side of things now with TV, okay? Mm, oh, yeah. Uh, if, if, if it's not up to speed, the more videos, it's, it's, it's like watching an old scratchy film. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. So we have to uh we have to get things updated and uh redigitized mm-hmm. in order to play some of the old stuff. Now right. Curb Records is just now putting a a format together for us and they're gonna send us a lot of old curb record artist people. Oh. Uh back in the day. Mm-hmm. Which I you know, they, they did everybody back in the day, you yep. know, for they the, did. From the Osmonds to the Judge to whoever, Bellamy Brothers and all those guys. I think Hank William Jr. was uh, a curb guy Pardon? at one time, wasn't he? Yes, sir. Well, you know, and, and, and the thing about it, and we have a good relationship with these guys now. And, you know, the the, the, the longevity that you and I and, and that we've done over the years, you know, we we know a lot of folks. And a lot of people died off, you know, and, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's just a it's just a. Uh, a deal that we have to keep plugging to find these new people that's got new ideas now and say, okay, we can make that happen. You know, uh, my connection with Curb Records, uh, one of my very best friends in the whole world is a girl singer that uh, was very uh, uh, popular here in Houston way back. Uh, She she recorded with A.V. Middlestead. It's her singing the the duet on Randy Corner's Cheaters. Her name is Carla Taylor. and uh, I remember Carla Taylor. <laughs> yeah. I was just with her two days ago, uh, yesterday. No way. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh, and uh, she, uh, Curb Records uh, signed her, and she went to Nashville. And, uh, in fact, uh, 
Sonny James uh, used her to sing duets on a project that uh, that he did, and she talks to me a lot about about Curb Records. I think that 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 main guy is still uh, Mike, still Mike. I believe that is his name. Yeah, right? Mike Curb. Yeah. Mike Curb. Yeah, that's that is, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Mike Curb. Yeah, he still owns it. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. There's a yeah. there's a guitar player from Houston. Uh, in fact, he's been touring. I think playing playing steel guitar for a big uh, Nashville artist. The guy that breaks up guitars on stage. What's that? No, we don't even want to talk about that guy. <laughs> do we? No. I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> well, Andy knows it, it's an inside joke, yeah. uh, Tommy, uh, about this guy. His last name is Brooks. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but I'm trying to think of the name of the artist from. Uh, the artist from Houston that's like a major sideman up there with Curb. Um, and I bet you knew him from the, the day back in Houston. That's okay. This is all going to be cut when we... We'll edit that part out we'll then. Edit that part out. <laughs> yeah. But but talk to well, me Carla, about... Now, yeah, go ahead. Talk to me now, about Carla. Now, Carla, Carla Taylor, right quick. Uh, she had a song. was on uh, Cherry Records, remember? Mm-hmm. That yes. A.B. had. Yep. Yeah. And, and I took Carla around, and believe it or not, we took that 45 to different clubs, and, and, and she would meet me there, and we would get the DJ to play that, that song. And all she mm. wanted to do was to, to see the people dance to her record at those clubs. Mm. Yeah. And that was the day. I know she would remember that or not or remember me, but I, re- I remember. And that's the kind of people that I work with. That's who I would get those calls and and people say, we need Tommy Mauser to take her. Go, okay, Tommy can get you in. Tommy can do this. And and I was thinking, I don't know why they're calling me, but I'm, I'm going to go with this. <laughs> <laughs> there there was a man that I interviewed years and years ago. His name was Franks. He was from Houston. He was uh, he played vibes and and uh, those kind of things that you beat on with those little mallets that makes notes. What is it? What is xylophone? It? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Uh, Frank's his last name was Frank's and he he recorded in New York City on all the pop albums and I played a little game with him I said okay who was the who was the nicest person that you ever worked with and he didn't even think he said Tony Bennett Mm. and I said I said okay the other side of the coin I said who was the the most uh, difficult uncomfortable uh, person that you and and he said, well, Barbara Streisand was oh. was not uh, mean spirited, but she was difficult. <laughs> and he said, uh, he, he said, if you're going to ask me who was the biggest jerk, uh, it was Buddy Rich, the the drummer. Yeah, so, so I remember. Yep. So I want to play that game with you. Back in that day, when you were meeting all those top shelf country music people. Who was the nicest person that you remember dealing well, with? Well, I've got, I've got a, I've got a list of them, and 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 I, I can't name just one because they were all genuine people. Now, the problem with some of the artists, and I hate to say this, but it's road managers. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they did the block, and and uh, yeah, and sometimes the artists don't even know these guys are being jerks. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Now. And, uh, so I, the, the list of some of the nicest people that I've ever, ever worked with, uh, Kenny Rogers, uh, and, and, and of course, Vince, 
But uh, the one that stands out the most is uh, probably John Barry. Mm. Oh. That's one of the nicest, yes. Interesting. John yeah. Barry and, of course, Eddie Raven, who introduced me to my wife. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know I that? I've got to go with Eddie Raven that right quick. <laughs> well, a good friend of his, a rodeo, ex-rodeo cowboy, and a good friend of mine is Sam Houdini. And I don't know if... Uh, Houdini? Udini. I don't know. I don't know him. It's an M, not an U D me. U D. Oh, yeah. The name just appeared me. (laughs) (laughs) That happens around here a whole bunch, Tommy. Let me tell you what. We were trying to think of somebody's name earlier. We were drawing a blank. You know. But but so. uh, I think it was my name, wasn't it? Yeah. Now I'm from Tennessee, and I, I spent a lot of time backstage at the Grand Ole Opry, and I've got to tell you, there were just some people. Uh, they just did not want to be friendly. So, uh, no, no. So, so you don't have anybody on that list? Um, yeah, it's a Texas guy, uh, Texas artist, and uh, he's he plays big, big shows. Uh, he's still alive? Uh, he, was, he was really rude to my wife. Yeah. And when you're rude uh, to my wife, and you have, nobody has a reason to be rude to her because she's so nice. I mean, everybody loves they rather hang out with my wife than they had me. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. And the only thing she's, she's very, very angel like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, this guy, we did an interview with her and he asked, she asked the question. The question was like, you're asking me, who are some of your heroes of country music or in, in, in the entertainment world? Yeah. And he said, Ozzy Osbourne. And wow. Angela goes, well, I've heard some good names, and that's a good name. She says, I like Ozzy Osbourne. I like the show, you know? Yeah. And we've got finished up with the interview, and I turned the cameras off, and this guy looks at her and says, don't you ever ask me that question again. Wow. Don't you ever say anything, uh, ask anybody that question. If you want to remain in the country, don't you ever ask that question. And, uh, with, you know, and, and, and I hate to say this, and, but still today, I still don't play his music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I let her handle it, and uh, she, when he asked, uh, you know, don't ever ask that question again, and she told him, well, I ask you a lot of questions. Which one do you prefer? (laughs) So don't ask me about my hero. Of course, it was was one of his aunts that taught him how to play the the piano, one Mm. of his favorite people. So we went with that. Take a couple of minutes and do a little bit about the direction of music, whatever you want to call it, country. Uh, it's obvious that people over 65 who, whose heroes were those classics that you, that you mentioned, uh, they're going to maybe say they're really not big into the new uh, red dirt, Texas country, that kind of thing. Maybe you want to say something about these, uh, these new artists. Maybe you want to think that there's some artists like... Uh, do you know? You, have you ever interviewed Jake Worthington or? Uh, oh, definitely, definitely. Mo, Mo Pitney. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, Mo Pitney. I mean? uh, you know what Carla yes, said? Sir? What Carla said to me yesterday? She, she said uh, when I met them in in Dallas to do some stuff, uh, and she said to me, "She's because my grandson Caleb Lindley is turning into a great steel guitar player. He's he's playing steel now for the Broken Spokes, if you know." if you know that yes, name, sir. but, uh, oh, yeah. Carla said to me, she said, I love the steel guitar on somebody else's music, not on my music. 
<laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Well, but, my 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 take on on the new artists, um, yeah. and I have and I have to repeat what Garth Brooks told us in an interview. Uh, he said I came up the ranks, and everybody looked at my music like, "Oh God, here we go." Well, Garth said that he he didn't replace anybody, but he came in and kind of moved in. And he said, somebody's going to move in on what I do. Right. But, but you and I know country music the way we know it. The old Roy Head, the Gene Watsons, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it just goes on. I mean, <laughs> Ray, you know, Ray Price. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're going to get those guys. Now, Mo Pitney had made a statement that radio had told him to take, to take the steel guitar out of the music and yeah. they would play yeah. it. Oh, yeah. And Mo come back and said, well, the, the steel guitar stays, and if you can you can play it or else, somebody yeah. else will play it. And, right. and he was right. And great guy, great guy. And uh, and then, you know, you got the Lee Bryce, which is – I love that guy. Now, the newer guys, uh, we get new videos in all the time and new music, and I have to ask my wife, who is that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I can't keep up with them anymore. Right. There's so many new ones. Yes, but if but if you notice the trend of the music with the club scene now, the '90s, the '80s, and the '90s are coming back. Mm. That style, thing. and I'm noticing a lot more guys getting played. The Tracy Bird, the Clay mm. Walkers, you know, the Mark mm. Chestnuts, yeah, uh, the George Dearborn coming back. You know what I mean? Even yep. the, the other Beaumont guy. Yeah, yes, and yeah. it just. It, and, and it just goes on and on. But I'm, I'm an 80s and 90s country guy, you know? Yeah. And uh, and that's where I fit in, and that's who I know. That's who I can talk to the most. Right. Some of these new guys, I can't even carry a conversation on with them because they're you, you sit them in front of your microphone. They're on right. their phones, you yeah. know? I mean, put the phone down. Yeah. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you ever entertained the idea of maybe doing some kind of a country classic part on your uh, Texas Best Country, or do you do something like that? I would love to do that. I had another radio program that I was trying to do, um, and I don't – with the new music that it is today, it just didn't fit. It was called Country Then and Now. Oh, yeah. And, and I would love to bring that back. And uh, I'd love to uh, to entertain that because you know it's not the Texas music that we play on Texas Best Country; it's the Texas Best that's played in Texas. Yep, yep. And uh, you know, and you know, well, let's look back. I mean, let's go back to. Uh, uh, and I hate to say, you know, you know, we lost Jimmy Buffett this morning. Oh yeah, yes. or, or last night. And, yes. and the yep. thing about it is, September first. That guy by the gets way. played on. Oh, yeah. he, me? I was just giving a date because this show will air later on down the line. So I just want to kind of get. Oh, people okay, to, okay. Uh, but you know, we'll just say the late great Jimmy Buffett was played on everything that that was played. Uh, I mean, look at his music. Oh yeah, I know. It's, it's you know it's on all the country legend stations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Now, if you were to do country classic, if you can't play Margaritaville, you gotta you gotta be able to play that one, and, and even um, and even make it maybe come. I Monday. would love. I mean, we play Conway on there. Uh, we for the simple fact is he. You know, and the, and the artists have always said that what I like about these guys, I said, if they shut Texas down tonight mm-hmm. and you can't play Texas anymore, what are you going to do? And they said, we'd have to hang it up. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. they can't, they can't, uh, they said, because Texas feeds us. Yeah. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's like what, you know, <laughs> T. Graham Brown said, 
He said, man, I pay more in Texas. And he said, I, I, I said, I'll just buy me a house here and move out of Nashville, buy me a house here, you know, because I, mm-hmm. I'm playing every week in Texas for the next four months. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, my family uh, member by marriage, Amber Digby, she, uh, she's been on the Opry 17 times and, and she wrote a song with Vince that he put on his, uh, recording and she put it on her recording and Vince Gill, she was, she was contemplating moving to Nashville and trying yes, to, sir. trying to make it up there. And Vince just candidly told her, he said, honey, you need to stay in Texas. That's, that's, yes. that's where your music fits and that's where you can play your music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yep. But uh, I, uh, I, this has really been a, a subject that's uh, that I'm really, really interested in. Uh, where do we go now? What do we? Uh, where's Where's the music going to go? And uh, I, I really appreciate how, what you've said about it. Well, the, 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 you know what? If if people would listen, Gene Watson has, and he, and he, Gene Watson said the same thing about they want him to move to Nashville and do all this stuff. And George Strait, look, I mean, hello. Yeah. These guys never moved to, to Nashville. Right. And uh, right. so, but, and that's why Texas music is doing what it's doing. And, you know, you know, some of these guys are getting big bucks. I mean, uh, this Texas music artist, the Casey Donahue, the Wade Bowen, the Randy Rock, all these guys are getting major, major bucks right. uh, for shows. Yeah. I'm not sure they can get them outside of Texas, but mm-hmm. they're doing it here. Right. And um, so, Gene Watson has, and if you listen to album cuts, and I'm I'm a big guy on album cuts, and you'll hear a lot of album cuts from Texas Best Country uh, because they're good. Mm-hmm. One side of conversation by Gene Watson, probably one of the dynamic songs that 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 just it just nails it, and and you know, it never got radio play. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about radio play, you know, and. And and I think a lot of the big boys keep keep that out of the system, or the big record labels. You know, they're going to push what they think is ready for the public. Right. Yeah. So. Yep. True. You know, I play every month with uh, at at uh, Red Brick Tavern. Uh, of course, I play there every Sunday doing bluegrass gospel, but but I play there during the week uh, with what I call my Texas rockers. And you know, one of the mm-hmm. we we do one Pat Green song. And I, I've never been a Pat Green fan, but I'm telling you, it's a good song, dude. And yeah. and we actually do uh, a Super Dave. Super Dave Holder is in the band, and he played with Supernall there toward the end. And he does a song, I can't remember it, except I remember really liking it. And he said it was the last song that Supernall wrote. Uh and and you know they're good they're they're good songs even though they weren't in the Ray Price Johnny Bush genre or era even mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. we we interviewed Sissy a few episodes back and uh you probably were connected with them back in the day Supernall yeah. um was probably one of my uh best friends in country music toward the end of his life because he moved to Livingston, you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he married Sissy and we went to Vegas. We took our cameras and we actually filmed him and Sissy getting married. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. And uh, 
Super Null asked me to, uh, and I was so privileged of this, and, and same thing with Roy Head, uh, asked me to handle their celebration of life after they, they passed. Wow. And That's that was great. such an honor. And uh, still today, we're, we're still good buddies with Sissy. She, we see her every week or every other day, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Wow. And uh, Super Null, we hung out all the time. And I, and I met Super Null back in 1986. Right, yeah. Yeah, Super Supernall was an average golfer. He was he could have been a pro golfer. Mm, wow! And the people don't know that, but uh, Supernall was an excellent golfer, and uh, he 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 played at all the big major golf tournaments. Mm. Him and his band, yeah. And uh, back in the day, back in the eighties, up to the nineties, and when he got the record deal, and then mm-hmm. yeah, and you know Joe Ladd was his manager for a while. Yeah, I think I heard that somewhere. Yes, sir. And Supernall, like I say, was uh, probably one of the one of my best friends in the country music field, and you know Johnny Riley. You know you, you guys know Johnny Riley, yeah, great dude. guy, great, probably the best guitar player I've ever seen in my life. I mean that guy can rock it. He's a great entertainer. And uh, and and if anybody wants to go see an entertainer, go see Johnny Riley. Yeah. I, I promise you, oh, you yeah. won't be. <laughs> I've seen him a couple of times yeah. recently. Yeah. Well. We we're gonna have to uh, wind this up, but I've, I'm telling okay. you, we need to we need to do another one. Yes, and, sir. Uh, we say that with everybody. We do, and it's we true. just can't get enough in there. <laughs> you know, thirty minutes just ain't enough. You know, yeah. so. <laughs> well, you guys are awesome, man, and I've been hearing a lot of good things about your your show, the big show, and I, and 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 I I think it's wonderful you guys are doing this, and it just it just it it really makes me happy to. To, to even get, to get the call, okay? You guys, you made my day. You really made my day. Well, we appreciate it. You made ours, actually. Yes, yeah, we want sure. to talk to you sometime about doing some stuff with you, so we'll. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anything that we can do for you here, and if you're up in Livingston, come on up. We'll, uh, you know, we've got some shows coming in uh, to Livingston, and, uh, we, you know, we got Mo Bandy coming in. We've got T.G. Shepard coming in. Cool. And uh, love to, to, to bring you up and let you see what goes on. All right, buddy. All right, man. Well, take care, Tommy. Thank you very much for being on the program, bud. I appreciate you guys. Thank you all. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. We've had the pleasure here on The Big Show of having a lot of great guests like Tony Booth, Doug Boggs, Amber Digby, Randy Lindley, Anita Campbell, Wayne Animal Turner, Alan Howie, Kevin Carter, You'll find these episodes on all major podcasting platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and so many more. And remember to follow us and share with everybody that you know. We'll see y'all on another one. And we will see y'all on another one. Adios. Thanks for listening to The Big Show with Andy Gallo and Country Jim. This has been a Unicap Media presentation.